Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Special Parents Confidential. I'm John Pellegrini, and in this episode we're going to talk about Project Ready, Set, Goal. Many experts on child education will tell you that having someone who can mentor, coach, or demonstrate to kids how to do things outside of the school and the family is vital. Being able to talk to an older person who can help a child with school goals, career choices, can make a huge difference for a child's confidence and outlook. Significant studies over the years have shown that kids who have been mentored are less likely to get in trouble in school, be more confident about their school performance, and get along better with their friends and families. Well, now there's a mentoring organization just for kids with special needs. Project Ready, Set, Goal offers mentoring for children with learning disabilities and physical disabilities. They help kids with academic and career guidance, building leadership skills, helping with social issue strategies, and learning how to advocate for themselves. And it's all done for free. In this episode, I talk with Janine Thomas, Executive Director of Project Ready, Set, Goal, to find out more about the services and help they provide. She talks about their screening process for mentors and gives examples of how mentoring relationships can help kids with school, as well as their future life choices. She also talks about why she wanted to focus on mentoring for special needs children. But I started off by asking her how the concept of Project Ready, Set, Goal came about. Well, Project Ready, Set, Goal is a grassroots nonprofit that was formed to just bring critical awareness um, to an underserved population by empowering youth with disabilities through mentoring and college and career readiness. The concept itself came about through several personal experiences with youth. Um, One specifically was at a close friend's house. My friend kind of has one of those houses where all the kids in the neighborhood love to go to. Um, We were sitting there one day talking to a neighbor's family member. At the time, the girl was about 12. Uh, She was so proud of her grades, explaining that she had earned A's and B's. So, of course, everyone was happy for her, and we asked her about college plans and what she wanted to be when she grows up. She kind of had this confused look on her face and said that she doesn't think about that type of stuff. So, and she kind of went on to talk about, well, her plan was to collect disability and hopefully get her own apartment after she gets done with high school. And immediately we were just trying to explain that she had so many options and so much support that the grandpa's community has to offer. And she kind of went on to tell us that if she could do anything, she would be a teacher, except she had no idea where to start or what type of support she had. And she comes from a really large family who was trying their best um, but wasn't aware of her options either. And that experience alone was just like adding fuel to the fire. And that's when we really got out of the planning stages and into the action stage for Project Ready to Go. Right. So the mentoring program came about just because you saw the need there and you realized that there were probably a lot of kids just like her who uh, needed some help. Absolutely. That's Great. exactly what we thought. Well, that's great. Now, what is your background and uh, how did you uh, decide that that was the way to go? Well, my background is in youth development and mentoring. Um, I've been in the nonprofit field for over 10 years, mm-hmm. serving youth in some type of capacity. Um, I'm, I'm also a certified college positive volunteer, and that's really just a fancy way of saying that I was trained to increase college enrollment and success for all students, especially those who are underrepresented. Um, and then by providing them support and information about college prep and things like that, and over the last few years my focus has been mentoring. And myself, I was a mentor for about five years for Big Brother, Big Sister, and so that's when I really saw that need where 
when I was running another program for mentoring youth with foster care, we had so many requests. I want to help those who had disabilities. Like, this is an idea. <laughs> right. And we kind of define college too to just include all post-secondary institutions. So that could mean four-year, junior college, um, vocational, technical, anything after high school. Now you mentioned before, and it's on the website too, that uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters doesn't really address those with physical disabilities or learning disabilities? So the way that some of the programs work is it has so many different filters. It depends on your age um, and the other needs that you have. Um, so I know they probably do have some youth that do have disabilities. Um, the youth that I mentored, we started our relationship because her mom passed away. So I kind of wanted this program to be focused solely on youth with disabilities so our mentors can be trained specifically for that. Ah, okay. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Now, the uh, the I Can Be program that you call is the heart of the Project Ready, Set, Goal, and it's a career readiness and college or secondary school access program. Now, how does this work, and what can parents who would like their children to receive help expect from the program if they sign up? Sure, and I totally agree. It is a crucial program for us, I Can Be. Um, we use this program to add another focus on options for our youth. Generally, in Michigan, we see such a large push for workforce placement and job training, which is great, and it is an aspect of the of the I Can Be program. But we really want our youth to understand that they too have other options, and college is one of them. And the way that I Can Be program works, it, it works in two different capacities. The first capacity is that we provide this program to schools directly as part of the curriculum, whether that's once a week or twice a week, coming into the classroom, those resource uh, classrooms as an extra training on career assessments and exposure, job shadowing, and the pursuit of post-secondary education. And then while planning for those goals, we train them how to earn a living through workforce trainings, job searches, resumes, those types of things, and interviewing skills. And then the second capacity is that in the case that this program is not offered at a child's school, then we offer it as an, as an option, like an after-school program where um, the kids who don't have that offer can come together and learn and be a cohort and um, go about the same program just outside of school. Right, that's great. Well, you know, because the college prep is probably the most difficult aspect for any kid in school, and it's even harder for kids with learning disabilities or physical disabilities because they really have to learn how to self-advocate when they get to college. Absolutely. Exactly, and that's why we we use that program to not only help them get to college, but we help them while they're also in college. Yeah, that's great. Now, are there any specific disabilities in youth that determines if they're eligible for mentoring? Well, like you know, we know you take physical disabilities or kids who have learning challenges or even uh, disorders like autism or dyslexia. Can any of them qualify for assistance? Absolutely. We are so proud to say that all of our programs are disability-inclusive, and that just means that you don't have to have one specific disability or disorder. So, like you said, that that does go from learning challenges to blind and visually impaired to autism or even dyslexia. So we kind of cover the whole gambit. That's fantastic. Now, for adults who are interested in becoming mentors, what uh, specifically are you looking for when someone wants to offer their time for help? Yep. Um, mentors do play such an important role on an individual's life no matter what. Um, I always like to ask people, when you think about 
that person who made an impact in your life, and then you think about what if they weren't around. So we definitely do thorough background checks and um, reference checks for our mentors, but when mentoring youth, we do have specific qualities that we look for. Um, our mentor program is a one-on-one commitment for four hours a month, and it really isn't that much, but it makes a difference. So we look for people who are patient, compassionate. Um, our mentors serve as an extra friend and support for their mentees, helping them to work on career and personal goals while also having fun. It's really going to the park, walking around the college campus, getting um, ice cream one day. So it, it can really vary. So we look for someone who shares similar interests to their mentee but also can be an effective role model. Great. Now, could adults who have disabilities themselves also become mentors? Absolutely. That may be one of the things that helps forge a, a standing relationship, so absolutely. Great. Now, could you give us an example of how the program works with uh, one of your mentors and child pairs, if there's been like a success story or ongoing uh, good work happening? Absolutely. One of the relationships that um, really stands out to me right now, it was um, a young girl. She was about I think she was 10 at the time. They've been in a a mentor-mentee relationship for the past three years. But um, she was 10 at the time, and she was being homeschooled when we introduced her to her mentee, and she had cerebral palsy. And she was being homeschooled because originally she tried school. She wasn't that confident. Um, She was concerned about bullying, and she didn't really um, have have the confidence to build relationships with other kids. And the mentee came along and had such a, a big impact on her life. They began to work on different small goals and interacting with other people, just kind of leading the way for her to to be able to do that on her own. And I'm so happy to say she's back in school. Um, homeschooling was still an option for her, but she really wanted to be back in school where um, she can also learn from other students. And that is probably one of my proudest relationships that we've had. That's fantastic. Now, um, it's all volunteers, so are there fees for the parents to pay, or is this strictly um, a volunteer and no fee charged? No charges at all. No charges to the families at all. We, we really want to make sure this is accessible to everyone, and that's a really important part of the program. Wonderful. Now, obviously, for Project Ready, Set, Goal to Flourish, you're going to need a lot of mentor volunteers. How can anyone who's interested find out more to apply to become a member? Yes, we are always in need of mentors, men and women. Um, the best way is just to go to our website, projectreadysetgoal.org, select Get Involved, and we would love to connect with anyone interested. It's really that simple. And are there any other ways for, uh, let's say, businesses or organizations to maybe partner up with Project Ready, Set, Goals, such as uh, for internships or apprentices or other opportunities? Mm-hmm. Uh, developing community partners is a huge part to helping with the success of our impact with youth. Um, we have a high need for partnerships in interning, job shadowing, sponsoring, sponsoring college-positive events or activities um, that bring those college and career exposures to the youth. For example, a partnership opportunity would be a business having a couple of their leadership team host mock interviews for the youth or talk to them about their college experience. And there's so many ways to partner and as simple as just getting in contact with us. That's great. That's great. How far do you want to see this go as far as uh, your goals? Um, our goal is really just to see those those numbers increase. Um, 
I was had a training a few years ago about disability inclusiveness, and one of the speakers kind of talked about how the statistic for youth with disabilities graduating from high school is so low that their primary focus is just to get them the resources they need to survive after high school. And that kind of really hit home for me only because I'm thinking everyone should have the opportunity to go to college and everyone should have the opportunity to know that there are more options. And so as far as it goes, I want to impact all the communities in Michigan. And if that means duplicating the program across the state, then that's what we would have to do. Well, that's great. Well, that leads into the last question here. Of course, we do have listeners across the United States and in other countries. How can people find out about setting up a program like Project Ready, Set, Go in their own community? Can they contact your group for more information? And do you have that uh, type of situation uh, available where you can help uh, get uh, organizations started? Right. Since we're still a grassroots um, nonprofit, we're still in the in the building phase. Right. But we would absolutely love to share our model, um, what we've created so far. We want this to really be in the forefront um, for community impact and contacting us. We are more than happy to just communicate what we already have in place and share those resources and the knowledge and the information and the data that we've collected with anyone willing to duplicate that. That's fantastic. Okay, well, we'll put uh, links for your website and all your contact information right on our podcast page for this episode. Great. And we'll have it up there. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us, Janine. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate it. My guest again was Janine Thomas of Project Ready, Set, Goal. You can find the link to their website on the page for this episode at specialparentsconfidential.com. Janine would love to hear from you if you have questions or need more information. As we always do at this point, a reminder that if you like this episode of Special Parents Confidential or any episode that we've done, please share our site with your friends, family, and all your connections on social media. You can do this easily with the social media buttons on our website. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on Google+, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Pinterest, StumbleUpon, Reddit, or any of the other social media sites you prefer. You can also sign up for our email service and have new posts and podcast episodes delivered right to your inbox the moment they're available online. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Pod Directory as a free subscription. And if you have a moment, feel free to write a review about our podcast. Anything you can do to help spread the word about Special Parents Confidential will help us to be able to continue these podcasts. And that's it for this episode of Special Parents Confidential. I'm John Pellegrini. Thanks for listening.